Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we're going to talk about three mindsets that we all spend time in. Victim, vacuum, and valiant. Which one are you living in and how does it affect your life? Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome back. I hope that your day is going well. The day that I'm recording this, my day is going well. It's kind of busy though. It's been been busier than a normal recording day in that I have spent a lot of time this morning writing. I'm working on a new book. We're going to be bringing out more and more information about that as we get closer to publication date, which we do not have one right now. So just hang on with me there and wait with me, if you would, patiently until we get there. Another thing that we are working on that I've been working on, and I've actually had a lot of guys reach out to me about this, like, hey, when is it going to launch? And the truth is, I don't know. I am tentatively hoping for a fall launch date of this, and that is a men's mentoring program, a a program where men can come together and answer the question of what does it mean for me to be a man in 2022? What does it mean for me to live like a man in 2022 in a way that brings redemption to my world, in a way that brings healing to my world, in a way that protects my family? And and how do I get out of this morose that I need a man cave, I need video games because I need to hide? Now, I want to be clear. I'm not against the man cave and I'm not against video games. Last night, my son and I probably spent two hours playing a brand new video game, a brand new version of a video game, not even, not even a new one. We've played last year's and we got the new one this year. I just waited for it to go on sale and we played it you know last night and we raced and we had fun and 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 soon my favorite game ever video game ever baseball is coming out MLB the show and I'm gonna buy that and I'm gonna play it but I'm not using it to hide and one of the questions that I see on repeat in my office when I'm working with people is what does it mean to be a man in fact when I'm done with the book that I'm writing I want to write a book about this and I got to thinking okay well like like how do I package this information how do I put this information together so that people will feel like it's it's easily used, it's easily digestible, it's easily understood. The book that I'm working on right now is a tome. It, it, it's going to be long. It's going to be longer than I'm actually comfortable with. There's a lot of things about it that I'm very uncomfortable with. This book, the book about men, I'm less uncomfortable with. I think anytime you create something, there is a feeling un- of uncomfortableness because you don't know how it's going to be received. I want to talk about some concepts from the potential men curriculum, potential man book. Now, here's the thing. If you're a woman, don't hit off. Don't don't shut me off yet because I really believe these principles are, are a human experience. I'm just going to craft them to work in a context where we're specifically applying them to living a male life in 2022 and beyond. But today we're going to talk about people and and we're going to talk about three types of people when it comes to growth and and movement through life. And, you know, I, I wrestle with this whole idea of, you know, three types of people, seven types of people. 12 habits, 12 rules, all of that, uh, all, all those things, because obviously they're not, they're, they're not complete. But one of the things that I am, one of the things that I am interested in is getting out information that people can act on. And anytime you do that, you have to kind of create the information in the format. And then as you move and actually implement it, you, you deal with the exceptions. Okay, so here's what I want you to consider. When it comes to growth, we typically fall into three categories. The victim, the vacuum, or the valiant. Valiant. Imagine if I could speak. Valiant, valiant, valiant. 
valor. We typically fall into one of those three pillars. And, and depending on which one you're in, your growth will be affected directly by what you do. If you are in the victim column, you will not make growth because of bad things that happen to you. You will say, I can't do this because I grew up in this culture. I can't do this because my dad did this. I can't do this because my mom did that. I can't do this because my ex did this. And you will look for external reasons for why you can't be responsible for your own growth. You will look for external reasons for why you cannot uh, grow forward. And, and in turn, what will happen is, is you will constantly be looking for the rescuer. As Mel Robbins says, either in a podcast or a book, I'm not sure which, I've only ever heard the quote audibly, uh, so it might have been in a TED Talk or a podcast, but as Mel Robbins says, no one is coming to rescue you. No one is coming to save you. That isn't how it works. No one is coming to, to, to bail you out of the situation you're in because something happened in your past. No one. And this is why I continually ask the question, if trauma happened to you, why does it get to run your future because trauma happens is always in the past. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying that people don't go through trauma. I believe that they do, but trauma that happens in the past, why does it get to run your present and your future? Well, I can't help it. That's my trauma response. No, not true. You can help your trauma response. It'll take a lot of work. It might take counseling. It might even take years of counseling, but it's less about the outcome and more about the, the struggle. Are you willing to engage the struggle of, 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 of directing your present and your future of, of, directing your world because of what you want to aim forward towards, not because of what happened to you in the past. If not, you're stuck in the victim column. You're stuck in a space where you're the victim. And that's a scary and dangerous place to be. That's not a healthy place to be because you just won't accomplish anything. I know people in their 70s who literally hate and, and regret the majority of their life because they just never took any chances. And quite frankly, the ones that I know, and it is a handful of people, it's anecdotal, they're mean. They're bitter. They're not very nice because they're still letting the past run their present and their future. And that's a victim mindset. And this is one of the great problems for people who live in the victim mindset is that eventually if you don't get out of that mindset, you will either completely withdraw from any type of real growth or you will become a person who creates victims yourself. And very, very rarely does a person who spends their entire life in the victim mindset not become a person who creates victims themselves because they can't they can't abide by someone else taking risk and succeeding. They can't abide by someone else taking a risk and it working out well. The second mindset is the vacuum. And this is a person, they have to consume information. They never have enough information to actually make the step forward. Their, their redemption is in reading and watching YouTube videos and, and on TikTok. And, and they never actually just form an opinion and share it because if they're wrong, they want to be able to, sh to, to shuttle out where the idea came from. And a lot of times they won't even do things. Like they might, uh, I talk to people all the time like, oh, I want to start a podcast. Okay, cool. You can do it really inexpensively and the quality isn't going to be that great uh, as far as the sound and it isn't going to get you, you know, the Joe Rogan experience, but he's got millions of dollars going into his program. You can do it for a couple hundred bucks easy. Oh, well, I don't know. Or, you know, I talk to somebody who's like, oh, I want to, I, I want to do this. I want to start this thing. Awesome. Do it. And, and, and I ran into the person about a year later. I'm like, hey, have you started that yet? Like, how's that going? It sounds like something great. No, no, I'm still reading. You know, I'm still catching up. I'm, I'm still learning about what is happening 
happening in, in, in this area and how it works in that field. And, and the vacuum, the person in the vacuum, what they want to do is they want to suck in all the information because they're afraid to move forward without enough information because if they move forward without enough information, they might fail. And, and they falsely believe that there is some threshold of information that they can, information gaining that they can cross that will help them to move forward and, and, and take the risk, but with zero risk of failure. And that isn't how it works. And so they live their life in fear of failure, or they, they, they hate being wrong so much that if they do decide to do something and it doesn't work out, they want to make sure that they can point the responsibility another direction. They want to make sure that they can point the problem another direction. Well, okay, so that was wrong, but that was because of, and then you just fill in the blank with whatever it is that they're reading or doing or moving towards and the vacuum they stay stationary sometimes a person will live in both of these right they stay stationary perhaps because they were a victim or perhaps because they are afraid uh, of what it means to move forward the risk that comes with moving forward and what you find here is that they are not willing to engage in anything until they have reached this threshold which of course doesn't work and so the vacuum gets caught up or the person that's in the vacuum situation, they get caught up in trying to achieve, acquire more information before they'll move forward. It has to be perfect or I will not be able to put it out. This root of perfectionism is often what drives the vacuum. I need more information. I see this a lot of times with therapists. They've got 75 different certifications, but they don't know how to actually do counseling, which sounds I know so counterintuitive, but, but it, it's a reality. They're not sure how to move forward in a way that actually risk because they're rooted in perfectionism and they have to acquire more knowledge. We, we, we really like the person that's in the vacuum mindset in our society today. Look at how we have responded to many of our recent crises. We, we've responded to them uh, by trying not to respond without enough information. And when we have had information that went against what we were doing, well, we don't necessarily need to change yet, right? Because change is scary. Not being perfect is scary. And, and so information provides a false buffer to those things. And it's not that research or information is bad. It's good. But if we're going to move to the third mindset and actually reach out towards change, reach forward towards growth, we have to realize that we'll probably never have enough information to feel completely secure in what we're doing. And if we do have so much information that we feel completely secure in what we're doing, we probably want to be cautious. The third mindset is, is what I'm currently, this is actually the one that I'm kind of hung up on, but it's the valiant mindset. The, the person that says valor is about moving forward, not necessarily about outcomes. And, and so I'm okay moving forward with 70% probability. In, in one of the episodes coming up, I'm going to talk about forecasting and how forecasting is looking forward and saying, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I think is going to happen. This is why I'm doing it. And this is why I think it's going to happen. And, and, and the better we get at forecasting, the more growth we'll see in our lives. And also the more happy we'll be because failing won't trip us up. Failing won't, won't spin us out. Not achieving something won't leave us in behind because we are diving into, it's a probability, it's a forward movement. And so the, 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 the valiant person says moving forward is better than sitting still and doing nothing. Moving forward with an incomplete plan is better than sitting still because there's no such thing as a complete plan. No plan will actually survive first contact is a, a truism from the United States military or maybe from the world military. I don't know, from the military. And, 
And moving forward without everything lined up is better than sitting still because nothing happens when we sit still, unless sitting still is the right call. And the person that is in the valiant mindset will say, I'm willing to sit still if I know the reason that I'm sitting still. And it isn't because either I'm a victim or I'm afraid that I might fail or I might not work out and I need someone else to take the blame for it other than me. I need someone else to direct the responsibility towards. Being in the valiant mindset is I'm going to move forward because my growth is important and growth comes from trying and failing as much as it comes from trying and succeeding. The person in the valiant mindset realizes that their, their worth does not come from their success or their failure. It comes from just existing. And once they have their worth lined up, once they understand that they are worthy of love and belonging just because they exist, then they move forward and, and sometimes they fail. Sometimes they succeed. It's okay either way because they have a different why for moving forward. They're not trying to form their identity. They're not trying to form their foundation. They're not trying to form their, their worth and their value. They're not trying to understand their basic questions. What they're trying to do is move forward and, and improve their life and the world. They're trying to make the world a better place. They're trying to bring redemption to the world. They're trying to bring redemption to their corner of the world. They're attempting to bring healing to the people around them. This is the story that we can live when we decide to live out of the valiant mindset. This is why I think the hero is the is the person that so often captivates us in movies and stories because they bring change to their world. They bring a lever to the world that says, okay, the world is going to be different because I was here. And the people that live in, in the victim mindset or the vacuum mindset, they enjoy the anti-hero. They enjoy the the enemy, the, the bad guy, the protagonist in the stories because if there's other bad people out there, they can soothe themselves with how they're living. I don't have to try anything. I think, I really think this is why for an entire generation, the idea of the the smoke smoking weed just sitting on your couch doing nothing person movies and stories became so popular because it soothed our own desires to live out of valor to live out of the valiant position out of the valiant mindset and we didn't have to deal with the idea that I could be more than I am because that's what the valiant person says I could be more than I am I could take on hard tasks and I might fail at them but it doesn't matter because because taking on the hard task is what matters. I could try out for the sports team and get cut. I could try out for the, the art competition and not win, not place, not whatever. I could try to, to help homeless people and, and not really succeed. In, in helping that many homeless people. But if I help some homeless people, that will be worth something. My wife and I were just talking about our values and how one of the things that I value is helping kids through Compassion International. Our family uh, supports 18 children total through Compassion International because that is something we value. And we believe that for us to live out of the valor mindset, the valiant mindset of we will work to overcome the evils in our world, one of the ways we do that is we help people who need help and we're able to help. Uh, an ancient writer actually said, don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil by doing good. Overcome evil with good. And, and so the person living in the valiant mindset says, I'm going to do good today. I'm going to try. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to strive for growth. I'm not going to ignore the traumas in my past. I'm not going to ignore the things that were hurtful in my past. I'm not going to ignore my own mistakes. 
mistakes. I'm not going to ignore my own troubles, but I am going to acknowledge them, but not let them control me. I am going to look for information. I'm going to learn how to do things. Uh, I'm in the process of trying to start some online businesses, and I don't really know a lot about e-commerce, so I'm learning. But at some point, I've got to pull the trigger and say, okay, here we go, because starting an e-commerce business has a very specific why to my life. Starting a couple e-commerce businesses has a very specific benefit to my life. A very specific why is answered. And the valiant person says, I will move forward because in order for my life to have value, it has to be about more than me. It has to be about more than how I feel. It has to be about something greater than just me and I'll move forward. So which of the three mindsets are you living in? Are you living in the victim mindset? Are you living in the vacuum mindset? I just need more information. Or are you living in the valiant mindset that says, I am moving forward? Which one? Probably it's a little bit more complicated than just picking one. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this, please share it with three of your friends. Uh, Really beneficial to us as individuals when we share things with other people that we find beneficial. And it also will help me to be just quite honest with you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.